Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their <laughs> kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live, and we thank you for being here. It is the kickoff hour, and we do just what that says. We kick things off for Rick and Bubba. Bubba's scheduled to be back. Uh, he was off yesterday, not feeling well, but he should be here. Rick will be here, and the whole gang will be here for this Tuesday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Let's bring him in. Sitting over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. Right in front of him is Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are, how Gentlemen. Are, how are you boys doing? Yeah. Uh, will a meat yeah. spin? It has not spun uh, because, uh, you know, yesterday. Spin that sucker. Yesterday, uh, <laughs> it did not spin, so you never know. It could spin any day. Uh, and uh, got, got some prizes for you up there, a few pitfalls, uh, a couple of funnies. So we'll see how that rolls. You know, last night. Um, you know what's on it? Meat! Meat <laughs> is on it, Greg. <laughs> you know, Monday nights are our – Everybody's at home. We don't do anything. We kind of catch yeah, up. Yeah, you told us about that pickleball day. Now. And of course, I got pickleball, but I didn't go. I, I told Amanda. I said, "Look, uh-huh. I said I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy." So, um, stayed home and and about you don't eight, be that guy to them or you to your family to my family uh-huh. until about seven thirty seven forty five. I mean, I, guys, everything was just perfect. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody was getting along. Oh boy! And everybody was just it was just peaceful. Yeah. Uh, we had we had I'd knocked out some things um, like bills and stuff that I needed to knock out. Amanda had knocked out some things that she needed to knock out in the house. I was outside watering bushes, and I was just thinking how peaceful it was. And I walked in the house and I looked at Amanda and I said, "Hey, I mean, we had actually we sat down and had dinner together, and everybody." never complained about the food no way and and it just everything was going right and i, I looked at a man and i said you know all hell's about to break loose something's uh-huh. about to happen like i mean it's it's seven forty five, it? and huh. the kids are getting along yeah nobody has argued nobody's even screamed in the house i've not even had to raise my voice one time oh wow you realize that this is about to end yeah, yeah. you were playing like, what what yeah what is i don't it? know what it's gonna i don't know what it's gonna be but mm. We can't go the rest of the night and everybody just be this peaceful. Right. And it happened about 8.15. Oh, no. 
and I'll just leave it at well, that. Like I said, I mean, you play the, the good odds. night, the good night. I thought well, at least you got to eight fifteen. I wasn't questioning having kids. You know, yeah. I mean, it was just <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of things were right. going on. It was just an emotional, like, man, this is what family is supposed to be about. <laughs> And I, I'm telling you, eight fifteen hit, and I the looked. Reality, man, Amanda and I just looked at each other. and They was, well, there it is. Mm. Mm. There, it, there is. it is. There it is. There's our first sign that things are going wrong. We really thought. I mean, we had like forty five minutes, and everybody would have been in the bed. Oh, and you know, we just had a blow up. Life happened. Yeah, that's life. You're right. Never know. So. I uh, my boys were downstairs with us hanging out, and I looked and I said, I, I appreciate y'all being down here. What do you? What do you? What do you want? I mean, what do you? You know, y'all just hanging out on the couch. Uh, Reese, he's over there on Netflix, and he's looking for something. And I said, hey, y'all want to watch 411 The Hunted or whatever? And Terry's like, well, I've got to run. No, I can't watch it, whatever. And and Reese said, Dad, I was like wanting to watch the first Rocky ever. And I'm like, where did that come from? And he goes, I've never never seen – I've seen like two and three. I've never seen one well, from, from beginning shame. to I'll end. I'll tell you that, but I and don't I know said, about on a Monday. All of a sudden, here it is. Well, yeah. I know. And then all of a sudden, I hear it. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, this is happening right here. And so well, that was a all, classic. Oh, yeah. And he was he was just glued to the TV. And uh, I was in and out a little bit. So that was that was going on, which was kind of neat. It's the best one out it, it is. It yeah. is. And, and I forgot little bits and pieces about it, even though I saw it a gazillion times. You know, you just you're like, well, you know, I hadn't watched this one in a while. Oh mm-hmm. wow, I oh, forgot yeah. about that scene. You yeah. know, but it was it was good. It, it was, was really real good. good. So we've watched Signs and the first Rocky back to back nights. Speaking Some of older that, movies, I think the the new Rambo comes out this week, or is uh, that already? Yeah, out? I've seen a lot yeah. of uh, a, a lot of commercials for that. I think I think you're right. I think he's got something yeah. to do with the hunted four one one. Oh boy, it's this week. It's this week. Hey, add. Thank, Thank you, you buddy. Um, and Rambo. Right. Bet your assets this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Adler. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is where we, we all think this hour's not really live. Well, that's kind of It's like just our There's four thing. people listening. It's okay. <laughs> it was a reminder to me yesterday when Rick told everybody when he was explaining the podcast and everything, he was explaining this hour, and he mm-hmm. said, yeah, about every affiliate. Has it now, and I thought, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, okay. uh, Hey, hey, note to self, let's write that down. We are live, and this is real. Okay. Uh, So, uh, but yeah, um, that's going to be out this weekend, and uh, uh, there's a couple of movies coming out in the fall that we've kind of talked about a little bit that Reese was interested in. I don't know what his movie kick is now. Now, we're watching some classics here. Maybe we'll kind of ease into some, uh, some newer movies, but there's nothing better than the classics anyway. I mean, most everybody... Is redoing something because they're not creative enough, creative enough to yeah. come up with their own concept. But uh, it was it was kind of interesting last night. I've tried not to bring up the moving part too much because y'all get tired of it and you stop listening. But um, <laughs> I, you know, it's just a daily grind. And and y'all, let me just r- raise your hands if you have. And I know you are you do a little bit organized garage. Oh, anybody yeah. does anybody have an organized garage where? There's no clutter no, and and I there's don't. not anything yes, that you don't need. I do. I so know. well, there's it, about six things I don't need. Okay. All right, about well, six. I, and three I thought of them I, are here, mine is a, a organized mess. Yeah. Well, I thought mine was organized, and then once you start actually having to like box it up to move, and yeah. you're like, okay, everything's got to move. You realize how much stuff is in there that you really didn't need, and and I'm oh, like, yeah. I guess I'm going back to the donation center. Again, I mean, these guys, they love me. I mean, they pull up, they come running out in their little red shirts, 
They're like, what's up? And I'm like, hey, nothing much. I brought, I brought, I took three mountain bikes to them that one of them, one of them jumped on it and started riding around. I mean, just, just time of his life riding around. I'm like, I think that one's been set on twice. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everybody had to have no, I, bikes. That when, when and then I said, they don't ever ride them. When I said we got six things in the garage, we don't need two of them are bikes. My one of them, the one of the way. kids do ride, but mm-hmm. there's two in there that no one rides. Right. My kids are the same way. They did. When we were growing up, a bike was it. Yes. My kids didn't really care. They had them, but they didn't care nothing about it. Right. Them. You know why we bought ours? So the kids would have a bike at Swanee Tennis Camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they used it at Swanee. Of course, I made that call. I said, look, let's just borrow one from somebody. Right. I mean, I, I'd rather spend money on a bike rack that we're going to use one time other than buy two bikes that we're going to use one time. Man. Goodness gracious. I, I, I bought ours for going down to old 30A uh, and uh, down to the beach for a week. Got caught up in it. Well, I, I you know, all the, sharp. Bo- all the boys, and this, this was, you know, the years that we went to uh, the little World Series down there. So you got a gazillion kids, and they're all riding bikes and running around. Well, I, I hope Rick's not hearing me because he's going to be very disappointed Instead of getting, yeah. you know, because they were younger at the time, instead of getting these big old uh, beach bikes, we took bikes down there, and uh, and I was like, man, I'll just go. You can go to Walmart and buy an eighty five ninety dollar bike that's pretty good for what you can rent one for, and then you've got one. Dad, yeah, I want to start riding bike. I want to start doing this. I'm like, okay, we'll go. Get, well, you know what we'll do? We'll go buy a bike, and then when we come back, you can start riding it. I think that's the only time they've ever been on it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, it's hanging on a hook. It looks real nice and organized. It's there. They all are, and they're up off the ground. But they're so in the way. I, how many times do you think I've hit my bald head on a bike tire and had a black little mark on my head just because I'm trying to get around in the garage? Yeah. Well, I'd like to see a, a tire print right on your forehead. Oh, it, it is like I got ran over. What'd you do to your hand, by the way? Is uh, that from yesterday? Yeah, I just I covered just it up because y'all out. kept looking at it. Yeah. It's interesting how y'all look at certain things. And you saw me look at it a minute ago. Didn't I, I know you looking at it. Well, it's I tried a to cover it up. It's a band aid. Well, I tried I to cover it up. I'm concerned. Yesterday I didn't cover it up. Y'all better watch that. So I tried to cover it up. Now, <laughs> that, that hit this. I didn't on, know if that was new or hit it this was on the, the storage thing. unit. That hurt. Yeah, I did. Mm. Uh, blood was dripping down the hall. I had to clean that up. Didn't even know it was bleeding. It's one of those things where you get uh-huh. cut and you don't even know you were cut. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. So that, that's just kind of another day in my life y'all don't care about. And hopefully y'all were listening to any of some of that, maybe. I don't know. Rick I know you Bubba, weren't. Rick and Bubba. They're my friends. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Hello, hello. It's 22 minutes past the hour, and it is the kickoff hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Now, we are internless uh, again today, so if we go to phones, it'll be unscreened phone calls, or some people like to call it sunscreen phone calls. As uh, we roll on, we thank you for being with us. Now, Antonio Brown, just uh, that's the story that just doesn't seem to want to go away. Well, I tell um, you, him yeah. not playing football we thought would be the biggest story when all this yeah. started. I, I don't like my helmet. Yeah, well, it's just – My uh, feet are frostbit, and now I'm accused of assault, and now I, I owe a doctor money, and I'm breaking large on it. Yeah, um – I mean, uh, look, what look, a bizarre story. How this do we is. get to where that's even a part <laughs> of the story? I'm it. telling you. Now, we've got a, a second woman that is accusing him of sexual misconduct. Yeah. Uh, and we'll take that story and we'll just slide it right on over here. This other because story. Because we're going to land on this story. Because we're going to we land right here. Funny. 
Uh, Antonio Brown's former doctor has made a bizarre allegation after uh, – I, I don't know I'm how we even sure. discuss this without – I'm not sure how this even pertains. Basically, he owes the doctor, according to the doctor, $11,500. And that's really the story. Yeah, but Is also, that, hey, you owe me money. He throws in the fact that not only does he owe me money, every time he came in here, that he'd start breaking wind <laughs> yeah. on me. And it was very unprofessional. <laughs> Y'all. I don't know what that ha- – why would you even bring that up? <laughs> and there know. is video. Yeah. I don't know if the video is of this particular doctor. Yeah. But there is a video out there, and I watched it this morning. He's in an office, and the guy's – you put in the machine where they check body fat, mm-hmm. which came back as 3%, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. while he's doing it, all of a sudden you hear – and he'd laugh, and they'd all laugh about it. Who hadn't done that? But no, that's, a, that's like our office in Like here. I say, I, I'm not sure if it's that particular doctor because this doctor, like he didn't care. Yeah. But – I mean that's really, and we've we've talked about this. Saying, I mean the staff does that to each other. They walk in each other. We walk in each other's office, and I just don't know. The why. post show in this place is quite something. Oh, I'm yeah, telling you, if you'll really is. listen to our commercials, you'll hear stuff in the background. Yes, you will. I mean you just got to really listen. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it up. The, the Sports <laughs> Illustrated article was dealing about all the things that have been going on. They happened to interview this guy, <laughs> and he brings up the fact. He said that he said every time I would ask him to pay his bill, he would talk about, well, I want us to go into business together. I'm going to put you on salary and all this stuff, which never happened. Mm. And then I guess he throws it there, and on top of that, he always broke large on me. Yeah. I don't know how that got in the story or what it even has to do with anything. Because of all the other things he's been accused of, that's really not a big deal, I right. don't think. So, so – uh, so Brown's got got funny. a flighty reputation, which means he he'll he'll run on he'll his bills. He'll leave a bit. What? <clears throat> the chef that he owes how much? Remember the private chef that yeah. he supposedly that I guess he catered a big mm-hmm. dinner for him. It was like thirty grand or something. I'm about and to say ask something. He, he wants his money. <clears throat> the guy wants his money. Uh, he, he's not even charging him for the fact he's breaking large on it. And, and not in all cases, but how come? How come is it that that uh, people with the most money sometimes are the slowest payers? Yeah. Oh yeah. How, how? Why is that? I'm not as lumping you all in together. Makes, I'm not doing that. But as much money as he makes, eleven thousand dollar. I don't think it's him. just a priority for them to pay it. I think that's it. It's I not that they that. don't have it. They yeah. just they don't care. Yeah. It's not. It's not a year. It, you know, the fact that you need your money is not a big deal yeah. to them. To him, I'm I'm saying them like I'm yeah, accusing right. anybody. But in this particular case, and we've heard it with other people who could pay the bill, they just don't. Yeah. He feels entitled too. He probably thinks. I mean, you ought to be honored that I I let you. Be my doctor, or I'll let you cater my meal. So they had an got oil, a little of that too. So they had a verbal agreement that he would be paid five hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's not bad mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> if he was only breaking large on him, he'd have charged him more. All right, would you let me break large on you for five hundred dollars an hour? Absolutely. Well, I'm sorry. I'm no sitting here. I'm all. sitting here thinking if I was if I was the one that was hey. being interviewed. <laughs> oh, just, Greg, your mic is up. Just stop and it. And there's cameras everywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Right eyes bothered. If somebody was interviewing me and they were, say, for instance, um, they were asking me about Greg. You know, tell me about Greg's responsibilities during and after the show. And I talked about that, and, and I talked about the post-show and how he would handle merchandise with the guests, and he would handle post-show commercials, and he would use the technology that's on this side, the technology's on this side, and then once everybody leaves, he edits – and and I w- and then then he actually cuts commercials himself. I would never just I, throw in the comment. I, and I tell you what, he rips large in between all that. I would point. never bring that up, I, yeah. even if it happened. <clears throat> I, know, I don't it, know why this he, this guy thought 
Man, I got to include this. Yeah. Well, apparently it really bothered him. And the fact that Sports Illustrated has reported it, like, I mean, y'all, that was the headline. Oh, yeah. No, this is a big y'all story today. It's the headline. It of is. The story. It is. Y'all. I mean, that's this is what a big saying. story. Flagellant is in the It was in the trending on Twitter yesterday. What does that have to do? The, the story is he stiffed me for $11,000. That's yeah. the story. Right. Actually, eleven five. dollars 5 If you want to get technical be, yeah. about it. There was uh, an extra hour. But yeah. the fact he threw in it, he rips off on him, is just funny. Yeah. And, See, and, when I first saw the headline, I thought the guy was saying, you owe me 11000 because you ripped on me for right. damages. That's right. what I and thought. And I thought, well, I, that's silly. Yeah. Man, he just seemed, he said he just seems childish some of his behavior. Well, maybe, and yeah. um and I'm a doctor and this man is is banking in my in my face, relieving himself. And he said that bothered me. I mean straight up. <laughs> and uh and so and I guess his name is Doctor Prisk. I guess Victor Prisk. <laughs> it sounds he runs a orthopedics and wellness facility in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. How about that? So there you go, and that is, and that's it's tough to talk about, but that is a big headline today. That one, and then the second woman accusing Antonio Brown yeah, of sexual misconduct, of that, and let's not forget uh, the first woman, which was his former trainer. She was interviewed by the NFL yesterday. I guess they're in. What's the story that just continues to give? A B. Yeah, has been. I mean, since day one, right? All these years in the NFL, he had a few little squabbles on the sideline and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But this, the, all this type, this, right? I don't know what's going on. Well, do you think he gets through all this? I do. Yeah, I think <sighs> if I think if there was something there, he wouldn't have played week one. And I think I, you, I think can, you can get over the, the, the yeah. passing gas if, on the dock. Yeah, that's probably true, but I, I don't think that's going to cost him no. anything. He might no. want to pay his bills. Now, are now. the meetings happening today or tomorrow? That was the, yesterday. It did oh, happen sure yesterday. So yeah. we just we just don't know what's come up. Right. That's that was the report. Is that uh, from last week when we did the story, and then yesterday is that, that hey they were meeting. So I just don't think if there would have been something, I don't I don't think they would have played him. But who knows? Who yeah. knows what was said? I know that the NFL was going to interview her and then uh, make some decisions and, and see how 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 the story plays out I guess in their investigation we'll, we'll find out I guess but uh, you know what this might do this might get Antonio to pay that 11-5 huh you're right Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. I'm feeling a change coming. As we roll back, uh, Bubba is in the house. He's back today. He's in his office, ready to go. You got a little pep in his step. A little pep. What a steroid shot will do for you. That's it. Eddie Van Aller, he is here. He's got YouTube live in HD. Rick is in the building. That completes the six. We're all here and ready for another day. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You know, hiring people isn't as easy as putting an ad in the paper or posting a job on a court board somewhere. Uh, you need to, to, you know, I guess use technology, use the advancements in that in that area to, to your advantage. Uh, and that's where LinkedIn can come in. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, they make uh, job postings easy now, so... Uh, they do the legwork, match you with the most qualified candidates. So check them out right now. Over 35 million job seekers visit LinkedIn.com each and every month. So get $50 off your first job post. 
Just go to linkedin.com slash Bubba. That's linkedin.com slash Bubba for $50 off right now, that first job post. So you can go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. Let me ask you this. I think we've talked about this probably last year, too, because I guess this is an annual thing. Mm-hmm. Candy canes. We're big on those. Who likes candy canes? Well, Not a fan. Never been a fan. Um, I, I, that I, is, I, don't, I, don't, I like the old chalky ones like you get, the old-timey ones. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't search candy canes out, but I don't have anything against them. You know, I just don't like it—the stickiness. That it gives, my it grandmother makes me used feel. to have them out at Christmas, and I used to do the regular right. ones. But oh, anyway. y'all, do y'all, do y'all, do y'all go towards the the uh, the, the the straight end? Or I the, start on the straight end. You do and work to the curve. If I, okay. yeah, I always hold it on the a straight lot of people, end. A lot of people go to the curve first. I well, didn't know if y'all this, are curve or straight. Check this out. Mm-hmm. A couple of new flavors coming out oh, in time for Christmas. I'm okay. I don't like that. See, I'm okay with that. I don't that. like that. I don't like, the, I don't like the t- the peppermint well, well, how would you like this candy one? Cane. How about a pizza for some flavor? reason? How about a pizza flavored one? No, no that's that's see, ridiculous. No. no, I'm not going how there. How about a kale Now, flavor? if you had some kind of hot chocolate flavor or no, no, we got mocha pizza. something. Archie McPhee, a company known for its odd candy cane flavors, has really pushed the boundaries. Oh, that is odd. They're offering I'll tell you that. kale, candy canes, what? and pizza. I don't like the taste of real kale, no, much less either. on a candy cane. What made them yeah, go? Really. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> I know kale is healthy, but is a kale candy cane healthy? Probably not. Because no, it's still it, got it's the still sugar. still candy. The pizza canes offer a little slice of Italian spiced heaven. They're allegedly cooked in a candy-fired oven by Sicilian elves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the kale flavor, meanwhile, tastes like the kale you love. Well, see, there's the problem. There is no kale that I love. Yeah. Embrace the bitter grassiness of your favorite vegetable, as that's described. Okay. I, if they were here in the studio, would you try them? I mean, I'd, I'd give it a shot, yeah, I guess. We'll just but, see. I, yeah. I, I'm not pizza. I'm trying to think how you no, can have see, a I don't, pizza. See, I, no, I don't like anything about that. No, I don't like. Well, that's um, the two flavors this year. I just you know, saw that, and I thought, well, that's a little odd. I don't like that, and I don't like, you know. But now the chalky canes, I like the ones that don't have the curves. Yeah, yeah, get, those like are pretty good. Barrel. Yeah, those I like. I, are they y'all just, a chalky peppermint? Like there's just air in it. Same just, thing. All, yeah. Just all together. When it comes to peppermints, you like the. chalky. I, I will go with the regular yeah. hard ones, but I like the chalky. I like the chalky. Mm-hmm. I like too. the chalkies too. And I try so hard not to not to bite it. I'm like, let's yeah. like make make it last, and then I can't help it. I'm same. I way. just bite in it. I, I just can't. Egg gum. I feel like I failed. I'm like, no, just hang on, hang on, kid. There it is. I I've bit into it every time. Um, but yeah, you Do know, you slowly on the on the the regular ones we're talking about, they have the tight plastic on them, right? And you start on the end, you peel it off, you just peel a bit down, eat the cane. Yeah, I have to because if not, you got sticky cane. fingers. I know it. And then at the end, you're now. When I was a kid, like I say, my grandmother had them out. I'd tear those up. Mm-hmm. It's just too much work. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't. Well, I don't want to work. It is a lot of work. I don't want to work when it comes to that. It is. Um, I want to pop it in my mouth and and mm-hmm. start on the. Straight in, yeah. Be done with it. Yep. There you go. But you know, you bring up that, and um, it'll be it'll be the holiday season here before you uh, you know it. There's really nothing wrong with what you said. I'm just going to kind of run. I mean, here I am. I'm just I'm running right through it. Y'all are both holding dummies, and I'm the running back. Well, in in any in any candy world, I would rather (laughs) stand up dummies. Take the wrapper off and pop the whole thing in my mouth. Right. Other than have to hold a stick like a sucker or a candy cane. That's just me. I don't. Now I'll go to a blow pop in a minute if there's one laying around and mm-hmm. I don't have anything else. Yeah. Found one in my golf bag the other day. It was a grape one. A, a, blo- a and blow I, pop. Yeah, and I tore it up. I guess one of the kids had left it in there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Speaking of that, here I go. Sorry. I don't know how old it was, but it was good. Yeah, we'll get right back on this. I'm just veering off here. I'm veer, in, I I'm like in, I'm in another veer. lane. Yeah, um, so we we had another thing hanging from the ceiling. We had golf bags. And um, I have um, – Well, you I, hang a lot from the ceiling, I know. Well, you get it off the ground. Uh, and um, and so I hung a couple of golf bags. Well, Tyler had – sides of beef. Uh, Tyler had <laughs> – <laughs> Tyler had uh, a golf bag and some clubs and everything, left-handed set for when he was younger, uh, and and so I'm like, you know, I'm I, I'm selling that, I'm getting rid of it, and so I was cleaning out the bag, and when I was cleaning out the bag, I found a pullover that I have not been able to find for years, yeah. and I'm like, well, it's just gone, there and it's, it is. it's one of these rain pullovers, yeah. and I got the matching bottoms. And it comes in handy, like if you're, you know, at a ball yeah. game or somewhere. I couldn't find it, and I'm like, well, what's? It? I almost didn't even check that little that Lock little compartment. Yeah. I said, what is that? And that little son of a gun wore it. I, I bet you. Let's see, he's 22 now. I bet you he wore it when he was 17, maybe 18. And I have not been able to find it since then. Well, there it was. That gummit. But you're talking about your kids taking stuff and not putting it back. Well, you know, apparently it was raining or something, and he needed it. He just didn't know he had it. That'd been nice. You like no, I got it now. It's like it was Christmas it's morning. Lame. I told I told looked at Terry. I said, "Look what I found! It's new, it's a I've new been, day. I've been looking for this. It was awesome. Now, moving, you will come across a lot of that stuff. You, yeah. go, I was wondering where that was. Yeah, You're like yeah. you hide it from you yourself. Act like you're excited about it, then you look at it and you really, you think, "Well, I ain't had it this long. I really don't need it." Yeah, yeah. but I, sometimes I thought about that pullover. I was like, "Well, I wonder what it'd be like to wear that right now, huh?" I wouldn't be wet. I'd go ahead and put it on. Yeah, short sleeve too. So if it wasn't real cold, yeah. it was perfect. Perfect. That's why yeah, I got it to play golf, but then I, I, I spun it over into other things. But um, Sharpness. Sure. Uh, but, you know, one thing that, that I've got to uh, realize now that I'll be in a sidewalk community is, is you know, the trick-or-treaters. Are, they, wouldn't, oh, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't come to my oh, door yeah. because it was so far away. Yeah. I, I mean, haven't they're, had a they were a football field away, it seemed like, from my house or more. And they were like almost scared to come. I think to the house. So if you could turn your light off, and it would be like dying going up. There. I haven't had a trick or treater in probably thirty something years. I'm gonna make a prediction. Thirty something years. Seriously. Wow. You're gonna be. Time. Hey, he's gonna be part of the homeowners association. <laughs> no, sir. Twenty. No. You hear me, Greg? Yeah. He's gonna be part of the homeowners oh, association. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna got, be running. What's gonna be good is when they get on to him and tell him yeah. that he needs to get trash some, can up. I heard we got some crazy guy that rides around doing stuff. Oh yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, this so. is in your your change yeah. your world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna whoop yeah. his ace yeah. Yeah. on my property. <laughs> uh, he's already had it whooped a couple times. Mr. Wilburn, you didn't get your trash can in quick enough. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't like them boxes at the road, pal. Yeah. Your yeah. dogs took a dump in the street. <laughs> yeah, you better scoop it up. You got to scoop your dog dump up. It's a change. That's the only thing. You got to scoop doo doo up. You just wanted to say you that, do. huh? That's part of it. You, if their dogs get out on that on that sidewalk and just lay a pile, you can't leave it. I did see a guy. He was walking a, a like a, a very masculine dog. It was this big dog. Yeah. He was walking and he was holding a little bag of yeah of that. And I'm like, really? That old dog <laughs> uh-huh. bowed up right there in front of everybody. <laughs> no, so hey, good luck with that. No. Now well, we're we're gonna do as many we're, we're conveniences do, uh, part as, fence and then part pet stop. So our our dogs are gonna. I almost said kids. Our dogs are gonna stay in the, the yard. Kids. You know, as and many the kids they can't get out. You of know either. what that means? Piles in the yard. <laughs> I know. I'm not used to that. Well, it's just like water, you just take field. a hose pipe and wash it in and be good for the grass. You're not uh, playing football and getting tackled out there. Most of the time, they'll pick a particular area that they'll yeah. use. Yeah, I know where that area is. You know, right now the yard's so big, I don't know where they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Buddy, yeah, no. he'll go up in the woods. Yeah. 
as many conveniences and 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 new journeys that this is going to bring that Mm -hmm. y'all are fired up about there are going to be things where you come in here and go man i didn't see that coming yeah you're right i'm not used to that yeah and i can't wait for those stories because i know they're coming you're talking about when you look out the the kitchen window and then there's your neighbor yes the good will outweigh the bad but there will be some bad right i don't know what that was yeah so I mean, it's now I don't know. Can you turn the front light, uh, the light off the front of the house, and does it, does the trick or treaters still come knock on the door? Um, yeah, they will. They're hard to hide. Yeah. Shh, y'all don't say anything. What you do is put a basket of candy out there, and then go do something else that night. <laughs> right. That way, you 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 said, "Hey, I had plans, couldn't be here." Right. And I'm not a bad person because I left them candy. Right. I had a basket of candy out there. I believe some uh, flavored candy canes, Greg. Huh? All the different flavors. Leave them all in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Will and me could spend it any time. We don't know. You never know. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. That's always um, an option for you as well. If you want to weigh in and help us produce this last segment, feel free to do so. 866-WE-BE-BIG. What's up, my man? Nothing. Something just popped over there, and it was the... That it reboot. resets. Yeah, okay. It scared okay. me. All right. I thought it was did something me that, with the... It did that to me when I, I thought I, something with the board, and I thought, what just happened? But it was the pinball machine yeah. resetting. You talking about the the Beatles pinball it machine? A, it made a louder noise than I wanted it mm-hmm. to. How about that? Bumpernets.net uh, uh, is uh, where you need to go to learn more about it. Uh, Homer and the crew there, they provide a pinball machine here in the studio uh, for us, and we enjoy that from time to time when there's a break in the action. Uh, I noticed that when the golden ticket seats come, that they really want to play it. Yeah, you know, I mean, especially the kids. They they just sit there and stare at it's it. It's one the of time. those things that if it's in the building, you want to go over and just play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just touch, give it a little, you know, flip, 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 flippity flip, flip, flip flippity flop, flippity flip. And um, you get to enjoy the good Beatle music too. Yeah, yeah. it does. It'll, it'll yeah, 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 it does that right. <laughs> yeah, it sings just like that. Maybe um, you can drive my car. What if you one? was the mm-hmm. liner, not liner guy, but what if you was the music guy for pinball machines? And I did, that was me. You heard like, you just cool. went in the studio, and they were like, what are you doing? Well, that you know, I got that be Beatles cool. pinball machine I got to do today. To get in that in would be cool. Followed by the Metallica one. Yeah. Yep. There is a Metallica one, by the way. I kind of wanted it in here. And you did all the voices mm-hmm. for uh, the Avengers one? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's just you, you just did just voice work did. for pinball machines. But I didn't sound any different on any of them. It was right. just my voice. Right. I but would you just but, say different lines. But like you roast people. But for some reason, they, they thought it was good, and we all knew it was. I'd like for you to roast people, especially if they do bad. Like, like oh, yeah. look at that. You know, you can't do anything. You know, The last get one on we it. had, do you remember the Avengers in the Hulk would yell at you? Yes. Rog, 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 and he would yell at you. How much, would he do it? Rog, rog, <laughs> he would yell at you during the pinball machine. Right. I like when I like it's good motivation. Yeah, people, it is. people get on you for not doing things well. Yeah, I'll I mean, you, you know, we don't need we we need more of that. Yeah, um, our society man's gotten weak. And and oh, and speaking of how about it. how Golly. weak it's it's gotten and how weird it's gotten, Greg's got another example. 
And, and I know we're I know we're all worn out about this. We're done with this. If you support Trump, you're racist kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, see, I don't get that. I don't, this is I don't a either. public high school in Arkansas. They're under fire because the cheerleaders lifted a banner at you know the run through signs that we do. Of course. Yeah. And obviously they're playing a team who's the mascot's the leopards. So it said, "Make America Great Again." Trump the leopards. Okay, if you want to say, "Hey, those political." You shouldn't do that. I still think you're being silly, but okay. But no, we got people claiming it was racial. And uh, I, here's like they said, that uh, some people believe the message was racially motivated as Trump's campaign slogan is considered racist-coded language mm-hmm. by some critics. Well, but how about this? There's a lot of people that don't feel that way about it. I think it's just a slogan. They were just trying to be cute and yeah. had to play on words. Yeah. yeah. And But they said, I think the school they were playing is like, Thirty uh, percent black, and while the school that had the banner is only like three percent black, but it, that, but you're, you're just nothing. trying to find yeah. that in it. If you want to say, hey, let's don't do political banners because people, you know, you're trying to be political, and there's everybody has different views. I, I think you're being silly, but I can live with that, right? Yeah. But th- to say it was racist, no. I don't think. Well, I mean, well, they act like if you support Trump, you're racist, and if you support his slogan, you're racist, right? And, I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. I mean, that's, you know, and then I ask them, well, give me an example. And then we talk about the statement made at the border. I go, well, that's not racist. You're going to come up with another one. But they can't. But anyway, I'm just saying, where does it stop? I've never never seen, like, you got Hollywood who are like, they feel like they're outing people. I want a blacklist of people who supported Trump. (laughs) I mean, what, what country are we in now? I mean, can you not have differing political views? Well, it it is kind of I say funny, but not like haha. It's just I guess a sad funny that this is the president we're talking. I mean, this isn't like I mean, we're I, talking about the president of the United States that, and, and we can't even say make America great again without somebody thinking you're Trump racist. the leopard. I play on his name. I mean, look, how about this? I was in today's climate. I would have probably looked at the cheerleaders if I was in charge and go, maybe we didn't need to do a different. Now, look, I know it's not a big deal, but it's well, look what it is. It's on the front page of. National news. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's just like the time in one of our local schools did. They were going to send the Indians on the Trail of Tears. You remember that yeah. one? Yeah. You know, and we pointed out the point, hey, guys, the team they're playing is really not Indians. It's <laughs> a mascot. Yeah. Right. There, there wasn't one Indian player on the team. They act like they were playing a high school from the reservation, <laughs> and you said we're going to put you on Trail of Tears. Yeah, we, we are. You understand? A... They, they wouldn't have offended any Indian within you 20 know, miles of that state. In an That's ideal right. world – we would split the United States up 50-50 <laughs> or whatever it is, 60-40. I don't care the numbers. But, hey, Democrats, you're going to live the top half of the United States and the Republicans, you're going to live in the bottom half, and we can't cross that border. Yeah. Okay? Everybody now, live in your own little world. And, and, and that way everybody – but, you know, it's not set up like that no. for a reason. And our founding fathers set it up so we could all have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can actually talk these things out without calling everything racist. This is the most ridiculous. I'm tired of reading this every day. It, it really it's is. Okay, sad. we're I, in a weird. I voted spot, for Trump. I, I I voted for Trump because I agree with him more than I did Hillary Clinton. That's it. Okay, mm-hmm. and there are things that Trump does that I do not like. Okay, but there are things that I that Trump does that I do like. Right, and I don't see the left putting anybody up that could no pun intended, trump him on those things. That's it. They're, they're, right. you, you have not put anybody – your foot forward has been people that are absolutely absurd with their politics and their beliefs. And so, yes, until you come off that and find somebody – Joe Biden's the closest person to, to – think about that a minute. Yeah. 
And, and again, if you want to criticize, criticize, but quit trying to convince me that he's a white nationalist and he's a racist. And he's not. Right. No. As a matter of fact, he's done more for the African American black community than any other president here in a while. Uh, yeah, no. including the black president we had. He did nothing for your race, absolutely zero, and was probably the most divisive president we've ever had. Period. You can't argue with those numbers. Well, they do. They, I know they do because they they're ignorant. It. They don't. They, the left does not hear that. They the just, left is absolutely ignorant when it comes to this. Yeah, and I, I'm, t- I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. It does war down sure. of it, especially when it's our job to, to you know, to print and rip the, the news of the day. Yeah. And you sit there. Hey, and, people! And you it's have a high at least school. eight stories like that a day we could print. Hey, ignorant! It's a high school football game. People put things on their sign because they want to get a little. You know, there was a sign. My wife tells a sign. She went to Thompson High School, and uh, they played Mountain Brook one night. And there was a sign, and this is not made up. This is real. And this is many, many years ago. It said, uh, "Your mamas or our mamas' maids or something well, you know like what? that." And that's cruel, but it, it's it, funny. It is. It, it was yeah. a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But my um, point is, get over it. And you can be offended by it and still yeah. get over it. You, but it, you could make a national incident it, this out day of. and age. And it's not That's what they funny. were talking about, but this day and age, you could probably actually call that racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You well, you just, can call everything racist now. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. People, you need to lighten up. Quit taking Twitter and saying and agreeing with everything that's put out there. Do a little research for yourself. Have a mindset that, where are your beliefs? What do you stand for? Quit looking at the world for your identity. I'm I'm sick of it. It's it is really wearing me down. All right, so this and is, it's this on will... these little things. It's not even on yeah. big things that actually matter. Exactly. No, you're right. We have another story here too today. Um, I think it's out of Wisconsin. Uh, so you have a you know these these kids that run onto the field. You had a high school football game. Yes, and I saw this footage. And and kid, a student runs <laughs> onto the field. Well, the coach goes and clotheslines him to stop him. Well, now the mom of the kid that broke the rules and ran onto the field wants the coach fired. See that again for please for, watch for clotheslining her son. Please watch the footage. He, How about boy, he called that clown. Hey, See, if, you, if there you're was, dumb enough to run onto the field, then guess what? You might he didn't get just close him. He drug him off the field. There was a Which time, guys. There yeah. was a time where the parent would have said, "Thank you, coach, for clotheslining my kid because right. he did something he shouldn't have done." Right, and then the kid actually gets in trouble at home. But right. instead, we want to say, Sick "Hey, coach, it. you need to get fired." Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun, and we're thankful that you are here. It starts with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Carrie Underwood. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fights or the Streaming and the rockets red glow. 
minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, brand new hour rolling now. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Team Rick and Bubba on the field. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour. Along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the TuneIn app, the podcast archives, live on YouTube. Thank you for being with us. However you grab the Rick and Bubba show, we're glad you're here. Uh, No intern today, so uh, you'll be like yesterday. You'll get various members of the program taking your phone calls uh, this hour and, and as we go forward. Bubba is returning today back from being a little under the weather yesterday, so we'll get the entire team on the field. So let's go ahead and introduce him, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, glad to be back. Let's go! I see the morning sun, I hear another train roll by. Just another day I have to make it through Alive I just can't take no more I feel lost and blind For I'm desperate Lord don't pass me by And oh Now's the time To stand up And feel alive Oh Oh Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you guys. Thanks the thanks to the audience uh, and you guys for covering yesterday. Just uh, had a little run in with some allergies there that got on top of me, and uh, yeah, I've suffered with allergies since I was a kid. I've done all the treatment. I've had two sinus surgeries, but it still still gets me every now and then. And, yep, uh, I went down kind of hard Sunday, so uh, I'm glad to be back today. The uh, the miracle shot. Yep, it's always good. I, Stayed up and cleaned my garage out last night. Yep. And, uh, sure. you know, that'll wear off. Tomorrow will be the real yep. real day of truth. Really, uh, we laugh about this because we've all had to do this over the years. So, you know, you got to get to where you can get through the show. Then you have to worry about yourself after that. And the the, the miracle shot has will have you ready for the show the very next day. But the problem is when it wears off, can you do the show after that? Right. Right. So, and, and uh, th- this is a bad time of year for me anyway. I struggle September. I don't know what if it's ragweed or... What it is, it's in bloom. Uh, my history of being sick in September is off the charts. Yes. And um, we uh, I'd been coughing for about a week. I even went to the eye doctor last week because I had my eyes were burning and itching mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's not totally surprise. I mean, not totally a shock, but, uh, you know, we try to prevent, uh, you know, doctor and prevent that. And so I thought it was better to go ahead and get that attended to, not not to let it drag on, get worse. No, so. no, that's always the best the best deal. And uh, so we uh, we'll we'll see. But I missed you guys. Well, we we missed you too, and and we you know I want you to know, and and you you can go back and listen to the archives and hear for yourself. I made a suggestion that we would not talk about four one one the hunted until you got back, but everybody was so. <laughs> 
distraught <laughs> because Speedy and Greg spent time with you Saturday, so they heard you talking about it. Yeah, and they they basically were saying, Rick, we didn't like the things Bubba was saying. We have to hear your we have to hear your assessment. Well, did did all y'all see <clears throat> it? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I went I went home Friday and watched. Yeah, it. I had to, I had to see it. I didn't see it until was it Sunday? I think I saw it Sunday. The, the last the last case. Mm-hmm. Got a little weird it did. with the Bigfoot noises it did. It did. and things floating around. Somebody helped that. me. I had a listener help me uh, with that because my my only and it was not a it wasn't even a it wasn't even a criticism. Right. It was like I almost needed the Predator woman and the marching band and the Bigfoot people or whatever they were trying right. to say. Right. I almost needed them in their own documentary. Right. I want to right. back over, but somebody clarified at the end, and I thought this didn't make sense. Mm. They said, and and I will admit that toward the end of it. Sherry showed up, and of course, there's the well, there's two ends of the spectrum. There's people that believe everything and think all of it has something. Then there's people who believe nothing, right. and that's Sherry. You know, Sherry is she all she does is look, and she explained every one of them in like five seconds. Well, I tell you what happened. I fell off a cliff. I don't know what you why are you watching this. And I was like, Sherry, no, it's much deeper than that. But anyway, so I kind of missed the wrap up a little bit because she and we were talking, but I did notice they put up on the screen the definition of paranormal. Well, what they were trying to say is. These disappearances that the documentary really is about, they're showing you two other people who experienced something that seemed paranormal in the woods, right. trying to tie the two together that maybe the missing people are tied to something paranormal as well. Right. And that does make sense if you look at it that way. Well, but we did, it felt like we were the, chasing rabbits a little bit on some of it with these other two stories that didn't have missing people in it. The, the first ones, I thought. One, I think the guy who does it adds credibility to it. He's got, I mean, he's a professional doing this. And um, the way he he investigates them and gives you the facts. And then what I love is the stats where he says, here are the common things we keep seeing over and over. And I could, that was And the clusters of area. I know. uh, Boulders. My gosh, get away from boulders. The fact that people were disappearing without a trace. Rick, I don't mean clothes, not a body, not a, I dropped this, I dropped that. And the fact the bloodhounds could never pick up their scent. Well, Speedy hated that. That affected yeah, I, him that big time. Bothered me tremendously. Well, well, let me tell you. So the, the, I mean, it, it's well, and think about it. the only one that we did. There were two of them that we did find something, and then what we found was was as weird but, as not finding anything. Uh, can you go back to the dots of clusters? Isn't there one right where we? Yes, have? yes. And there well, is. we didn't cover that that dot. There's a the, now he never mentioned that dot. He throws it not, up on the no, screen. No, we went out west. Cover it. Look it right there, west. right there. See it? Yeah, that's that's right on top of. Yes, that's right. That's us. The one in Alabama. That's our part of Alabama. Yeah. My gosh, what are now, we doing? Now, of course, doing? the Smoky Mountains up there is just covered up with mm. you know. Well, I figure that what he's got right there is Talladega National Forest. That, yeah, that's what I was that, thinking. It, it yeah. looks like well, I kind of like to know which one that was. I know. I will tell you, it looks it looks Chihawi to me. Yeah, well, all all that's the same world. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I, know, I know. I know it's di- it, it, as the as the natives say, chia hot. That is right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but the, even think about this, and I didn't go into it because I was try- I was asking how much they wanted me to give away, and everybody finally at one point just gave me carte blanche. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to know it but, all. But I, what I'm saying is, even that one thing, the woman they found, that was weird, and then the guy stuff strode around over nine months. Then a year later, we got a skull laying somewhere. Right. That was just what in the world. What What about when they they're searching for somebody? And you know they do this this man search where you literally get arm you. to arm and walk through the I woods know. with a hundred people, and they'll search area they don't find nothing, Zero. not not a, a thread. Alt. Then they will come back and do it a month later, and they find a backpack laying up against a tree. I know, I know. You know that's kind of I weird. know. I that's know. just weird. I know. 
What is the boulder? Day, I thought I, I thought the first guy was just where he went. He just vanished into thin air. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, just a, Rick, you should find a shred of clothing. Something. You should find an ankle bone. Where, you should find something. Where's his gun? Guns don't just disappear. Animals don't eat guns. No. <laughs> just uh, you remember that? And I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like what we do. You know, know. you go down the road, you drop people well, off, and then they never, they just never come out. Well, us starting RBU this week, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Somebody said that we should have just taken 411. That been the first part podcast. You and I just sit there and discuss 411, the hunted. Well, that's that's probably the best, the best idea I've heard yet. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866, we be big. Wonderful Will of Meat hasn't spun yet this week, so that, that could happen at any time today as well. So, um, looking, I know that we have uh, Mike Leach. Uh, anytime something happens with Mike Leach, I immediately start getting all kinds of emails and people on social media. And I know they've asked him about this California thing that we covered last week about them uh, going to start paying players in the NCAA, saying, "Well, that violates uh, the club." I mean, yeah, you, you, oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't you'll, yeah. you'll be ineligible for postseason. Yeah. And this, that, and the other. So, uh, Mike Leach has been been uh, asked about this. And what's funny, what I was getting, and I heard you guys confirm this, most of our audience, because they know the stuff we like, they like the fact that he gets him a pop off his tee. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. When, he, when he's being asked you about gotta it. you got to get a pop, Rick. So, so here, here he is being asked about uh, California play, uh, paying. Okay, hold on a second. I don't know what that is right there. Yeah, I got you. I okay. got you. All right, go ahead. All right. So um, here he is being asked about California paying their players. So. Yeah. This is good stuff. Uh, well, I, I think there's a lot of stuff, and I'll let the lawyers kind of flesh that out. But um, I do think if everybody's not given the, uh, you know, if everybody's not, uh, um, in other words, you, if you create a recruiting advantage uh, beyond what already exists, I think it's going to be very difficult. I think there will be a huge imbalance, and you'll destroy college football, and I think they ought to be very careful of that. And uh, and the other thing, if you can do stuff like that, I mean, surely if uh, you know if you don't like the way the guy's uh, portraying something, uh, you should be able to cut him on the spot, pretty much. I would think. And then, of course, uh, then are we going to have a draft? Then are we going to have uh, trading? Then are we going to have free agency? I mean, how far does all this stuff go? So, I think we ought to be careful with that, or maybe we ought to just have minor league football and have minor go ahead and have minor league football and. And then those guys can do whatever they want, you know. Here's the sip. Mm-hmm. There's the sip. But the state of California has trouble keeping their streets clean right now. So my thought is, is that they probably ought to focus on that. That's just one guy's opinion, and I'm sure I'm probably wrong. But um, <laughs> you know, but at the at, at the rate that California is handling their infrastructure and some of their other problems, um, uh, you know, I I think that. Uh, uh, we'll see how they do with that before um, uh, I really think it would be that beneficial for the legislature of California to enter into college football. And uh, if you see benefits to them entering into college football, I'd love to hear because they seem to be determined to do it. <laughs> Look, Man, another another sip. Let me say the, 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 well, the, the pop was the transition. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he talked about all the 
things you got to think about, you know, about before. And you, he's exactly right. That's yeah. what's so good about it. Yeah. Well, it's it's it's, the, it's what we call the world famous shoot ready aim. Mm-hmm. You you better sit down anytime you think of a decision. Look, this is coming from a guy that I was like thinking about it one time. Well, let's go ahead and pay him, and uh, and I think that all these things they're talking about are legitimate concerns. Um, now you know the some of the things we do, you know, as far as denying these players an opportunity to play. Um, you know, I I really believe, and I y'all, I know this is going to be an uproar with some of you, but. I, and I don't know the, what, what they do now, but when we were all immersed in Division Two, uh, that's when Jacksonville State was Division Two, and the Gulf South Conference was the dominant conference of uh, of Division Two. I really believe that Division Two got it right with the partial qualifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody was getting paid or anything like that. That I'm talking about legally um, that that we knew of. And what they would say is, if you're a dominant athlete and your athletic ability affords you an opportunity to go to college, you may be coming from, some, from a terrible school system. You, you, may, you, may have, you may have all kinds of issues that, that made it more difficult, and it could be on you, mm-hmm. uh, which, okay. may, which made mm-hmm. it difficult for you in high school. But you're going to get one shot at college, and if you come into college and you prove, which happens a lot, that you're a better college student than you were a high school student, then you get to stay. But there's a year that you get to come and play and see if you can handle the academic requirements of college in order to stay eligible. And make a call. And then if you do, then you're in and you stay. If right. you don't, then you're out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a better plan than you never get a shot. And you know, and then people say, well, I mean, if they come in and they don't do the – well, that's on them. If they come in and they don't take advantage of the opportunity afforded them and they want to roll the dice that they can tra- turn this into a NFL career, that's not a wise decision. Because you you should go ahead and get your degree, but we we act like people don't do that now. I mean, we have players that that stay eligible to stay on the field, and the minute they're available for the NFL draft, they leave college and don't ever come back. That right. happens now. Mm-hmm. So so if, that's on the back end. Why not allow that on the front end? And, and if you are good enough to go and good enough to make yes, a team, good it's still the NFL, not for long. Right. So you're going to play football for a few years. I think the average maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know if you're running back, it's six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to fall back on something else. It's good to have that education. I applaud the guys who leave early and go back and get their degree. I think that's sure. very wise of them to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, here's the thing I have for us paying players. They always say they're student athletes, and they want them to be treated like other students. But yet, in a, in, and again, some of these rules may have changed, so bear with me. But student athletes were not allowed to act like other students. They couldn't go and get part-time jobs. They couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Oh, he can't get a job. That's a booster. That's a foul, blah, blah, blah. More likely, if they live in that town, they own a business, they are a booster or a Mm -hmm. fan of the team. Um, You know, you couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. They don't have the time to do a lot of that. I don't don't see – like I said, Mike Leach pointed out very clear, you're just going to turn this into professional football. Mm -hmm. But I think the universities – and they do this to a degree in some cases – could – put these kids on a work-study type program like a lot of other students do. Some of them rate leave, some of them work in the library, whatever. So they have a little spending money. So they have money to buy gas. So they can go buy a hamburger. And, they can. and I know they did away with, uh, at least at Jack State at the time, athletic dormitories where – That was a dumb move. I, 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 yeah, because the coach uh, is is responsible for those players on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Okay, that – 
coaches don't get in trouble when players uh, do something on the field. They get in trouble when they do it on the weekend, mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. But when they didn't have that, when they had that athletic dominatory, they had some control. They could set curfews. Mm-hmm. They could do bad checks. They could get people in. When they did away with that, they lost control of it. Yeah, that was the, the, I, I think that was a step backwards. It was, and I had a coach tell me, say, "Okay, so now there's more things than ever that players can get in trouble with." And you want us to be sure nobody's giving them money. We want to be sure they're not out drunk somewhere. We want to be sure they're not doing this, not doing that. And instead of us having them all in one dorm where we can keep an eye on them, you've spread them all over the campus and off the campus. Yeah. That, See, I, I just think that's bad from a procedure standpoint. Yeah. Seems like a step back. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Thanks for being with us. If you are a small business owner and you are watching the Rick and Bubba show, listening to the Rick and Bubba show, and you look, all of us, if you're trying to run a, a small business, you, you know, you, a lot of times you need a line of credit. You know, you hope you don't have to hit that line of credit, but a lot of times, because of cash flow being hard to predict, sometimes it's it's good to have it. But boy, getting one can be difficult. Well, cabbage.com is here, and that's with a K. Uh, small business owners right now uh, managing that inventory, covering payroll, doing probably 100 other things before lunch today. Uh, your time's valuable, and getting the money you need shouldn't take up all of it. That's why Cabbage created a simple, modern way for businesses to access up to $250,000 of credit. The application pro- process is online, takes just minutes, uh, and you'll get a decision really quick. If your business qualifies, you have access to the amount you need right away. Uh, withdraw more funds whenever you need extra capital. Cabbage has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and has provided over 200,000 small businesses access to funding. Uh, and they're ready to help you, too. Get the money you need to run your small business today by going to cabbage.com. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so uh, I know you guys uh, will do an overall look. Uh, one thing that we didn't do yesterday is talk much football. Uh, and uh, m- now we've had Monday night football in the NFL uh, last night. And um, uh, I know you guys saw it. I didn't see it, but I know it. We, the NFL is riddled with high-profile injuries, especially <laughs> with quarterbacks. Well, you know, I think in a normal year, the Browns versus the Jets is kind of a, you know, I don't know that anybody get really excited about that. Mm-mm. But with the Browns, uh, so much in the news now, Freddie Kitchens, the coach, all these acquisitions they've had, the fact that they, uh, you know, have been – I mean, every day you flip on, the, the Browns are in the headlines, which is strange. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Jets, who have a new coach. He came from the Browns, and, you know, they got their new uniforms like they like it, and they're playing at home, and, you know, the big square off. And then you have the Jets, who lose their starting quarterback to Mono. <clears throat> Don't hear that a whole lot in no, the NFL. No. Uh, their backup comes in, Rick, and he breaks his ankle last night. Mm. And it was gruesome. He, he got he got hit and had to be hauled off, and then the replay showed his ankle oh. get bent up yeah, under him. That's and, not good. And it was not pretty. Have they officially he, said it was broke? Because uh, it just says an injured ankle. I don't know if he broke it or not. I heard on a report this morning they said broke. Okay. But I, he, it sure does look like it. Rick, he, wa- sure. he walked off the field. 
I don't know how well, he did that. I give him props. Yeah. Um, I wish I, I heard that. So that may be allegedly reported. Let's put in that he was hurt real bad. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more players walk off the field. If you're if you if he can do it with a leg injury, you can certainly do it with an arm injury. Get um, off the field. Mm-hmm. The 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 Jets ended up with their third string quarterback off the practice squad, now playing the majority of a game on Monday Night Football in the second week of the season. So if you just play the numbers here, the Jets are averaging losing a quarterback a game at this point. Yes. Um, and, I mean, they're going to have to go out and sign at least probably two other quarterbacks today and bring them in to have any hope. And we are just – bless their heart. Uh, you know, you're looking at their schedule. It's tough. Next six weeks are tough. Um, I don't know. That, and they were – they looked pretty pretty – you know, hopeless last night on offense. Now, they did have Le'Veon Bell, who, you know, they picked up from Pittsburgh, who's really statistically the, the premier rusher in the league. And, you know, as good as he is, when the other team puts another man up in the box and has you outnumbered and there's no threat of you passing and hurting them, it's just it's not much of a game. You know? No, no. And that's what they're going to see every week till they show they can pass. Roethlisberger out. He's out. Steelers are zero two now. They don't have him, and they haven't looked good. No, the, the, the only team that looks worse is the Dolphins. That may be the worst NFL team that we've ever seen. Um, Didn't they almost set the record one year of losing every game? They ended up winning the last game of the season. Wasn't that several years ago? Remember that? that was big, yeah, yeah, I think it was because they right. didn't want to be the only team who had won every game and lost every game. Well, everybody, I've I've been in contact with former Rick and Bubba Incorporated yeah, employee sorry, Ryan Greenwood, and he really's in a in a pretty good place. He he lives in Louisville now, and he said just 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 believe in the process. This with this season, we are we're sacrificing this season for the good of the future. That's what we do in Minnesota every year, right? And uh, we've paid a lot for a high profile quarterback. I don't know if you saw that throw into the end zone with uh, the game on the line. Still had about four minutes. It wasn't like it was the fourth quarter. Kirk Cousins throws it into double coverage over there. A pass that seventh grade quarterbacks know not to throw. I, I don't. I don't get that at all. But anyway, yeah, I, I just uh, a lot but, of money on that one. But I, mm. I just don't know whether you've seen the combination of the these points given up and the points scored by the Dolphins. Oh first yeah, two games. yeah, Rick, oh, it's, it's, bad. it's horrendous. Isn't it it's like so eighty six to three? It's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's I mean, real I mean, bad. It's 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 awful. But but you know, I was. Um, I haven't watched a lot of the NFL, so I'm, these are just scores I see come up. But and part of it is this, and I know this is going to sound odd, and I know I even understand the reason why. Because of course, it doesn't seem to help because they're getting hurt left and right anyway. There, there's this thing in the NFL where we certainly don't want people to be injured for the rest of their lives. Right. Right. Uh, we don't want our premier players to be injured if we can keep from it. We don't. We, we've cut all contact out practically in preparation of any kind. And and it shows. Um, I really, just to be honest, when you're watching right now the greatest football players the world has ever produced, the games are alarmingly sloppy. Alarmingly sloppy. Uh, I mean, it, it, it doesn't look like good football. I mean, they, they don't look precise. They don't look in sync. It's messy. Uh, some of it looks very little league, like you know, like you're talking about just the basic things. And I think a lot of that has to do. Now, I think I don't think that's going to be that way the whole season, but I think the front part of the season right now looks so bad. It's it's difficult to watch. 
It's it's just not good football. I mean, it, it's some a, of the games. I mean, really it, bad. it's uh, it's it's bad looking football. I mean, it's it's the way I felt when I watched because uh, I prefer college over the NFL. It's when I watched that that first Miami Florida game. I'm yeah. like, I don't care who you're for or anything. This is just bad looking football. Yeah, and and I think what it is, we're playing a sport that requires a certain type of preparation to be in sync and to be precision and smooth when the season starts and we're not we can't do that anymore and i even understand the reasons we're not doing it but it it affects the product i mean Mm -hmm. the product looks real sloppy i mean i can't tell you think about you're watching an nfl game how many times you see a play that just looks terrible i mean just horrible execution terrible terrible and and it it just looks slop penalties everywhere uh, and you're just like this, uh, that's the thing it's got to go. This, this just, too many penalties, this too just, many rules. It just feels this part of the season really, really sloppy to me, from top to bottom. I mean, you know, I guess I think it's fair. I say it, it just it's just not enjoyable to watch because it's not good football. Well, here's the question: with all these quarterbacks going out, and the Jets apparently going to need another five or six to get through the year. Um, who are they going? Where are they going to get these guys at? Is, I know there's a lot of young talent out there waiting for their chance. You know, we could have another star uh, on the sidelines waiting to get in. But will some of these other guys get a? Is this a Kaepernick opportunity? You know, that's all we hear about is Kaepernick. I just got is to, this opportunity for him to come back? I just have a I, sense that that he would rather protest than to I prove that he can actually play. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I and just if we're going to bring, yeah, uh, I think he's been throwing routes somewhere, getting ready. I just, I, <laughs> yeah, and if we're going to bring up um, injured quarterbacks, we we must bring up Drew Brees. He's torn his ligament in his thumb and out right. six weeks. I think I mentioned him a minute ago. We no. didn't we didn't show it, but did you see him go over and try to pick up a football, Rick? After mm-hmm. it, when he got hurt, yeah. they had a clip of him going over, and he just tries to pick a football and just drops it and rolls off, and it's like, uh, uh-uh. he doesn't even try again. So, so you're he's the missed NFL. one game since high school, and now he's out. You're the NFL. You <laughs> At do least not, six weeks. You've lost Drew Brees. You've lost Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. The Jets have lost two of their quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there, there's there's probably other and, and don't forget at the beginning of the season or I think it was in uh, preseason Foles didn't he go down for the Jaguars yeah, yeah. he's already he's out right. he's right. broke you've clavicle lost, you've lost Foles as well I forgot about that Rick, you're the cowboy mm, yeah, yeah. I tell I tell you what I tell you what gets me and we didn't talk about it yesterday and then maybe right yeah. with all the things going on and in, with Antonio Brown course the patriots just ignore everybody who says don't play him and and put him on the field and he runs wild Mm -hmm. and uh, and of course we all said well i guess he's still fine enough to be crazy (laughs) and uh and uh but is is this but on the quarterback thing is this a chance for tebow too that's another name you're gonna get thrown around (laughs) bubba please stop what I'm telling you, the guys on Monday Night Football said that last night. They said, "Hey, somebody needs to Tebow needs to stay by his telephone." Well, isn't he playing fall ball for some minor league team somewhere? Uh, sure, sure he is. But but anyway, so yeah, you, this, that Antonio Brown thing. So now we have we've got women trying to sue him, and now a doctor is suing him. And if I'm not mistaken. Everybody says that he didn't pay his bills. Correct. And so there's a doctor now that's accused, uh, suing him for 11 5, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason throws in that Antonio Brown broke wind on him. Yeah. I, I don't even. Why, why is that even in the story? There's so many I, accusers. It, it looks like he's suing him for 11500 for breaking wind on him. <laughs> that's what the headline looks like. It's still mad like about it. We have an accuser a day either come out uh, accusing Antonio Brown or Kavanaugh. You know, it's <laughs> right. kind of hard to keep up. We right. almost need to chart him. And, uh, and then, but then you look up and you see the Patriots, they just put him out on the field and he just runs wild yeah. as if they needed more offense. Yeah. Hmm.
that's, that's all the Patriots need a little more offense, isn't it? Well, we'll see how that transpires. I, I don't know. This is going to be a long year. It is. But his first appearance on the field, he looked like he was ready to play. Yeah. According to Steve Young <laughs> yesterday, uh, yesterday in Monday Night Football, he said it's over. Patriots are going to win it all. <laughs> he said it's, and there was like, in week two, you said that? Yep, it's over. Patriots and Cowboys. <laughs> we'll be back. Be Your phone call's coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us on the program today. <laughs> well, Bubba, you were telling us when you got in today, and we do have the story. Now, <laughs> they, they, they claim, KISS, Kiss claims, uh, this is their final, you know, this is the, I think, the fifth or sixth final tour. Uh, because... <laughs> We Rick, went, it's the end of the road tour. Yeah, we, we this is it. They're, 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 <laughs> by, hey, they're saying, look, I know all the other times we said it was it, but by golly, this is it. Yep. And uh, so uh, Gene Simmons, Gene, this is Gene Simmons in '78. I was wondering about the. Um, <laughs> they made a wise, un, unwise. This is Gene Simmons, but the uh, Gene is seventy now, and uh, they've had to postpone the show in Salt Lake City, uh, a an emergency medical procedure. But Gene says it's nothing serious. Yeah, they had to uh, postpone this weekend show in Salt Lake City and said nothing serious, but it must be taken care of now. So he has flown back to L.A. to have whatever that is done. We care about your health. Uh, A lot of speculation, but no one knows for sure. I think they've also had a couple of other health delays in this tour also. Um, we, we, have you seen I think age? they had to de- <laughs> delay one that was in L.A. already. Mm. And it's been uh, set reset for uh, March the 4th. It was scheduled for September the 20th. It had to be uh, rescheduled, too, due to somebody, some health issue all right, I want you of to, one of the members. I want you to think of all the things you can think of. And, and of course, I'm, I'm holding a picture of him right here. <laughs> yeah. I want you to imagine, and I'm sure Speedy, you and Adler have pictures of him. He's pretty easy to find in full mm. gear. Okay, I can go back. Can you imagine telling everybody... I'd like to show you a picture of my grandfather. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like to show you a picture of Papa. Yeah, and and then when when you show the picture, I mean you you end up with that right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a, that's yeah. A, that's a picture of my Papa. Gene seventy. Huh. Paul sixty seven. Peter Chris seventy three, and Ace Freely sixty eight. Right, but that, still younger than the Rolling Stones. Right, but Ace Freely and Peter Chris are not on the. Yeah, two. they're not. Yeah, yeah. Really. It's, it, it, so it, the, the this high, was just Gene and Paul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, they don't have them in it. It's not no, the full group. No, it's the hard. They haven't done that in a while. Yes, yeah, the hired guns now. So who is doing? Uh, I think the, the last time they were with them, I I, I jumped the stage and got <laughs> yeah. on Ace's. No, they mic. were on one after that or two, maybe. But no. who? So they have people just filling that role now. They, but what you told them to do, they followed your instructions. Yeah, which I think is the wise thing. You're right. playing a character. Please no, look so. at Greg. No, Peter, Chris, and Ace what? Freely, They never. They never. No, no, no. They. We've covered that for the past five years. Right. Just yeah. answer phone calls. Right, right. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba Ace and, 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 and Peter Chris haven't been in it in a long, long well, time. Well, I haven't been following the band, I know, honestly. And that's good, I, and I, I haven't don't either. follow them like I used but to. But we discussed it on the show a good bit because that was the idea you came well, up that, with. Yeah, I think it is a good idea. I'm right. glad to see they, they listened to my yeah, advice yeah, on that. Yeah, they didn't create new characters yeah. like they they did way back when they would drop one. You know, they do a new character. They have the exact same characters. It's the four characters that the, the Kiss Army has always loved. You just have people playing the role 
of the cat and the role of the spaceman. Which is uh, what you're saying. I'm mad because is, Ace was my favorite can, growing up. Can I say this too, though? This is this. I find this odd. I'm looking at the story in Mail Online today. Okay. Right. And it's right under the picture we just showed. Yeah, it yeah. said the Fame Rock Ensemble, which also includes Peter Chris, 73, Ace Frehley, 68, is known for hit songs, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that because right. that was in the story, it meant they were the guys playing those Yeah, movies. I guess they're just saying historic. You know what they're saying? Nobody accepts anybody but the original four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are the guys filling the roles now? Uh, it's a guy that he was the drummer before when they, when they had the reunion. The Eric Singer, he drummed with them before when they weren't so in. So it is Eric Singer. Yes. Okay. And then he the, was blonde, right? Wasn't he a blonde head again? I think originally, yeah. but now now he's in the cat role. And right. then the guitarist is Tommy Thayer, who was like a guitar tech for. He played in a band, and he was in a uh, Las Vegas tribute band to Kiss. Plus, he was their guitar tech at one time. And the rumor is that Gene has said that when they're done, they may send four out there. That's none of them are. are yeah. yeah, and just well, keep it going. That's good. So yeah, well, I heard the same guy hadn't played Batman in all the movies. No, he hadn't. Rick, I heard, and this is this is different because the, well, at least you have characters and makeup here. I told you the other day. I heard a uh, interview with uh, Ricky Medlock, who's in Leonard Skinner, but was please the listen Blackfoot. to Blackfoot. Have you heard you this the band yet? Blackfoot? Have yeah. you heard this? Yeah. Please listen. To, he Ricky, has a Ricky version. Medlock has taken your idea and gone extreme with and it. And they're not. He has a version of Blackfoot now. They're young. And they record a new album and everything. And they do the old stuff plus new stuff, but they're Blackfoot. And, and he's not in it or any of the members. Yeah, well, I don't. And I he'll don't, play with them every now and then. I don't have a problem with that. Right. As long as you well, know I do, going in. Because that's weird. But, but look, here's what you're saying. It's though. a franchise, and you just plug in. Look, the, it's like football. <clears throat> well, foreigners The that Patriots way now. don't start over, they they're just have different. Hey, players. I got to tell I you guys, I hope when y'all go retired that it's Rick and Bubba show. I was just still about, here. That is a good there's point. three new members. <laughs> well, yeah, let's okay, do that. Four, then. including yeah. Adler. That's what I was saying. This franchise. It's a good. This logo, the cartoons, and everything. Absolutely. Y'all just become that consultants. Do you think? See, we don't have makeup. See, now Ricky Medlock, we know he just went and got people to be Blackfoot. But so, they're young. Yeah, they're young, so they don't have to look like people. Now, in Kiss, it's easy because you do with people right. makeup. But here, would they have to look like Bubba and, and No, me? we just call it Rick and Bubba no. Reloaded or something. That's why we keep the cartoon know. version, not the real picture. I got one word for you, right. Calvin Bubba Wilburn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bubba, your favorite band that you've been on the past few weeks, Foreigner, for not being in the Hall of Fame, they're, oh, they're down to – one guy, and he doesn't play with them all the time. He yeah. owns the the Mick yeah. Jones owns it, but he he hardly ever even plays with them. And, so, and look, if I'm that a, bothers me. If I'm an expire, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, when I'm up, aspiring, aspiring mm-hmm. musician, and I get a chance to play in the band Foreigner, and they say, "Look, you're a hired gun. We're going to give you this much for whatever, but you're Foreigner." Mm. And, you know, foreigner management will make this. You're just a hired gun. Yeah. Go, oh, that's not a bad gig. But they're well, really not Foreigner. Right. Well, they are. Well, let's go back to this again. <laughs> All right, because I'm running out of time. Maybe we need to come back and do it because I'm trying to figure. So is the strategy here that the first move, as long as Bubba and I go first, is the first move that we move – Three and four become Rick and Bubba, and then we replace with the same names the lowers. You know, or, or, or does do we bring in a Rick and Bubba, and everybody else stays the same? Does everybody move up and become know. Rick? I don't and think Bubba? you bring in a Rick and Bubba. I think you just continue to call it the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> right, you just don't change it. You just don't change that, and you do it similar to what we're doing in the kickoff hour. Okay, yeah, it's just yeah. the three guys. And y'all just refuse to change three. the name, right? <laughs> because, right, right. hey, because yeah. there's we plenty. We might even keep the same logo because right? it's about the audience and the people. And there's plenty of Rick and Bubba's out yeah. there. Yeah, you're I right. like the way this yeah. sounds. Yeah. <laughs>
I suddenly, like this. suddenly I'm on. We're having an on-air meeting now. <laughs> I like Foreigner, y'all keep doing what y'all are doing. <laughs> suddenly Greg loves the idea. But Greg, the other day, well, like... See, it would be more normal for Greg to slip into your spot because yeah. sound, you sound so much sure, alike. Yeah, sure, yeah. But I don't know if Greg is a number one. He's probably more of a number two. I, I think... What, I think Helmsy, he's probably more of a number I know. one. I think Helmsy is dead on. I think we keep the brand Rick and Bubba. Yeah, but it's like the kickoff right. hour, like right. he's saying. Yeah. It's the it's the good time game Greg, on the Rick and Bubba. Bubba Burgess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you move Speedy here because you got to have that tempo. That's right. You got to have that flow, and then uh, everybody else just just sits over there and keeps calling yourself Rick and Bubba. Like now, but let me ask you a question: Do we get y'all salary, or does that start over? Well, you know? you'll have to negotiate that. That'll That's be on us. We're going to get half of Rick it and, and give them the other half. Rick for and Bubba, man, there you go. Negotiate. Okay, good. good. <laughs> I got it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.